If you're ready to let go of your people-pleasing tendencies and anything that's getting in the way of sustainable wealth, you're going to want to stick around and listen to what I have to say. Hello and welcome to the Legacies of Light podcast. Today I'm here to talk about how the Libra and Taurus eclipses are going to affect lightworkers. I speak specifically to lightworkers, and if you don't know what a lightworker is or you're curious about what lightwork is, to me, a lightworker is someone who feels like their work in the world is to bring more light to the earth, more light energy. The way that manifests is unique to everyone. It could be that you are the work you're doing, so the physical actions you're doing, whether it's running a business or working within a company or anything, really. It could be your hobby is what brings light to the world. It could also be that there's really nothing that you do. It's not about doing. It's about being. Just your energy itself brings light to the world. That is what a light worker is or who a light worker is. And those are the people I work with. So that's why I'm going to be communicating directly to light workers. So before we continue, a little bit about me. My name is Josette LeBlanc. I am the founder of Intuition Immersion School. I'm also an energy worker and an energy mentor or a spiritual mentor. In Intuition Immersion School, I offer energy healing containers and classes to help you navigate the energy of the moment. For example, I'm offering an energy healing container called the Eclipse Season Guiding Circle, and I'm also offering classes, an Intuition 101 class, which is free for you to download. You will get the, the link to that in the description. So that's what I do. And today, I really wanted to share some insights into eclipse season because I have been offering, this is my third season offering an energy healing container, Intuition Immersion School, to help you navigate eclipse season. And the reason why I offer that is because I came to realize that eclipses were always throwing me through a loop. I tracked eclipse, eclipse season for probably three years. I'm actually sharing a link in this video for a video that I did to explain what happened to me during the eclipse season of spring 2022, I believe. And it might it will give you more insight into why I'm creating these energy healing containers. So to help you understand what's the power of eclipses, let's look at what an eclipse is anyway. So a solar eclipse, as we know, is when the moon casts a shadow on Earth. And a lunar eclipse is when the Earth casts a shadow on the moon. So you see a theme here. The word shadow is popping up. So shadow work. So the term shadow, you may have heard of shadow work. Shadow is the part of us where that we keep hidden or that we're not even aware of. It's those dark parts that we might feel ashamed of, we might be fearful of. And we keep those hidden and safe for no one else to see because they're just generally scary uh, and it makes us can also make us feel very vulnerable. During eclipse season, these shadows come up for us to observe. And this is why shadow, uh, sorry, shadow season or eclipse season can feel very tumultuous. If you reflect back on eclipse seasons of the past, you will probably see a pattern of where your life was shook up in some way. Again, refer to the video I shared, I share in the description below for you to understand how that shook up my life. This is why I create an energy healing container. Within the, when we're aware of eclipse season and aware of the potential shadows that can come up, then we 
are more equipped to navigate that time in a safe and productive way. If I should productive in quotations, of course, because we don't it's we're not doing this to be productive, but we're doing this to move through the world in a more efficient way. Again, efficient and productive, but we're here to do our light work. We want to accomplish our missions, what we came on earth to do. And our shadows are helping us get there. But if we're not looking at our shadows and we're just ignoring them, then we're not going to be able to accomplish what we want to accomplish. So eclipse season offers us that opportunity to face our shadows, to look at them directly and move on. So how can we work with this energy? First of all, the, the Libra eclipse on October 14th, this is a solar eclipse. It's important to understand that Libra energy is all about balance, harmony, peaceful communication. It's about creating balance within relationships, whatever relationships that is. It could be uh, romantic relationships at work, with your parents. It depends really for you. If you look at your natal chart, the day you were born, you will get an indication of how Libra is what is highlighting in your life. So the houses in your natal chart represent the different parts of your life. This is something we're going to explore in the eclipse season guiding circle. Of course, you can sign up for that. If you sign up for my newsletter, you'll get a 10% discount on the, the pay scale that I offer. All the details for that are in the description. For example, for me, Libra is in my 11th house. The 11th house is a house of community, com connection to the larger uh, collective. And so with a lunar, a solar eclipse in Libra, for me, I can expect the shadows, things that I am having a hard time letting go of when it comes to my connection to community to come up. And I know that it's already starting to work. Right now, I'm in Canada. I usually live in South Korea, but I'm here visiting family. And I'm noticing that I'm already starting to uncover some shadows in relation to my connection to communities at large. So my community here in Nova Scotia, Canada, where I grew up, and my community in Korea. I'm being forced, in a sense, to grapple with what community means to me and where I want to spend my time. That is Libra in the 11th house. Now, for you, it depends where what number that is. There are 12 houses. Again, I explain this in the Eclipse Season Guiding Circle. Now, on October 28th is the lunar eclipse in Taurus. Taurus energy is ambitious, but ambitious with the desire for bringing more security, beauty, luxury to their life. So Taurus is an earthly energy. Actually, I was talking to a friend the other day. I don't know if, if you watched Blacklist, but the character on Blacklist, Raymond Reddington, is very much about Taurus energy. He enjoys good wine, good food, good homes, good people, good conversations. So Taurus energy is all about that. And that's why I believe that the eclipses are highlighting sustainable wealth. Taurus is about sustainable wealth. So whatever's getting in the way of sustainable wealth for you will be highlighted during eclipse season. For me, Taurus is in my sixth house. And sixth house represents health, okay? Health, fit fitness, systems. And I'm already, again, I'm already starting to feel the effects because I am in Canada and Nova Scotia. I'm feeling this desire to eat 
home homemade food, my home like home cooked food that's from my roots, my Acadian roots, which means hearty meals of potatoes and chicken, rapi pie. If you want to know about rapi pie, Google rapi pie. It is just it is unique to this area. I can eat it multiple times a week. Definitely not doing anything good for uh, losing weight if that was what what I wanted to do. But and I'm noticing like I'm feeling a little bit more sluggish because I'm eating more of that. I'm facing this because this is Taurus in my sixth house. So take a look at where those are, where Libra and Taurus are on your natal chart, and you'll be able to uncover a little bit more about how the eclipses will affect you. So I wanted to share another important tip that is really important for you to pay attention to. During eclipses, it's very important not to do any intention setting or energy work. This is, again, why I'm offering the eclipse season and uh, guiding circle, because I want to help you move through that energy before the eclipses happen. So during the eclipse season guiding circle, I do energy work, but I do it a week before the eclipses. And the energy work involves clearing any contracts or any energy that is keeping you in the way of manifesting sustainable wealth helping you clear away anything that is holding you back from being your authentic self in the world. Again, Libra, what Libra is wanting to create balance and harmony. But the downside of that is that if it is in misalignment, what you're doing is you're experiencing people-pleasing, codependency, martyrdom, okay? So what I do is I will do some group energy work a week before each eclipse, and I will clear anything that's in the way of what I just mentioned and also create a shield around your energetic system, and then activate that energy. But it will not be the day of the eclipses. The day of the eclipses, all you're meant to do is to let the insight come through. Do nothing. Don't set any intentions. Don't do magic. Just enjoy and enjoy the insight. And now this is where my suggestions are going to come into play. This is something that you can do. So the solar eclipse is in conjunction with, it's obviously, it's a new moon, okay? And what is important, the new moons are usually a time for setting intentions. In my last energy reset, which if you join my energy reset mailing list, sometimes I send videos like this, sometimes I send emails. I gave a suggestion on how to set intentions on the last new moon, which was on September 14th. That was the Virgo new moon. So now I'm going to talk about what you can do on the eclipse, which is also a new moon. Now that's a new moon in Libra. So then you have a 28-day period. And as I just said, on the Libra new moon, you don't want to send any intentions. But what you can do now and prior to that is start reflecting on that 28-day 20 day period and to see what you are learning and what will what is potentially coming forward for the Libra new moon. So some things that you can ask yourself. So the first thing you can ask yourself is, what was the intention that you set on the Virgo new moon on September 14th? So I'll just read mine. The intention was, may this new moon clear away anything that's in the way of attaining my visions of the future. May this new moon put on my path the people and experiences required to make my visions a reality. And then my second suggestion, so that's my intention, very much aligned with Virgo. Virgo is about being of service and expressing, yeah, being of service, very focused on bringing, again, harmony, but harmony through service. And so for me, 
my 10th house, uh, Virgo is in my 10th house. Since September 14th, I have also been uncovering a lot. And the 10th house is related to career, long-term goals. As I reflect on career and long-term goals and how the new moon has been affecting that, I can see that I have been clearing away a lot of misconceptions I had about my long-term goals, about especially related to my business, the business that I'm talking about here. There are some big moves that I need to make if I want my business to be sustainable. That means I need to clear away a lot of things. The Virgo new moon is helping me do that as well. So you can see the astrology is just a reflection of what is actually happening in your life. The power of astrology is there is a re, there's a predictive quality and a reflective quality. I'm here to share reflections and to help you reflect on the energy. So if you can reflect on your intentions of the Virgo new moon, this will be helpful. And also to ask yourself, how does how does my Virgo new moon intentions relate to what actually happened? A few days before the eclipse or the new moon, you might want to reflect on what has actually happened. We have an intention, but also life happens. And what life happens, when life happens, that is meaningful. That is important. It is relevant. It is re relevant to the intention you set. It is not about you having to force yourself to accomplish intentions. It is about reflecting on your intentions and seeing how the universe manifested that for you. So take some time to reflect on that. It's just a time for reflection. And so that is a roadmap that I offer for you to how to navigate the period, the 28-day period from the September 14th new moon to the uh, solar eclipse. Of course, if you need more support, please join us in the eclipse season guiding circle. I have a hard time saying that. In there, I offer, there will be two, two energy healing sessions. Now, this is group work, and I don't do it live. I send an audio recording. I do two sessions, and I do it for everyone who signs up. So it's not individually. It is a group session. So everyone will have the same recording. And then on October 9th, I'm going to do a live call where together we will open the container and set intentions for the container. But again, that's on October 9th. It is not on October 14th. We're doing it ahead of time. And then, of course, we have the a group community for you to share your experiences with that. It is on the website, the Intuition Immersion website. You get the link to get into the community when you subscribe. Then you also, during week two, Mercury is going to be in Libra. Mercury in Libra is really about helping you communicate balance. And I'm going to share a guided meditation on how to support you in doing that. Week three is eclipse is the eclipse in Taurus. So I'll guide you through that as well. And then finally, we meet for a Zoom call on October 31st. Yes, Halloween. Bring your costumes to close the container. And I call this call shadow play, a place where we can honor the shadows that came up during eclipse season instead of hiding them away. Because this is, <clears throat> excuse me, clearly I'm, I'm having a throat chakra moment there, but very important because, again, there's nothing to hide. There's just things to clear so that we can move forward on our lightworker path. Again, if you subscribe to my Energy Reset mailing list, the link is in the description. You will get 10% off the um, pay what you can fee for the Eclipse Season Guiding Circle. You can pay 1111. 88 or 55, whatever you want, 
tune into the energy of those numbers. And if you subscribe for the Energy Reset mailing list, you'll get 10% off those prices. Whatever you decide, you'll get a discount code when you sign up. If you have any questions or anything here is confusing, feel free to leave a comment. And please know that all the descriptions and details are also in the description. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed what you heard. And if you enjoyed what you heard, please subscribe to the Legacies of Light podcast so you can stay up to date. Remember, if you are listening to this in the future, just use the information you heard to reflect on the energy of the eclipses. You don't have to worry. You haven't missed anything. You can still gain as much wisdom by reflecting on the energy. That is always my philosophy, my belief that reflection is just as powerful as the moment, especially when we're talking about cosmic energies. Again, if you have any questions about anything, please feel free to leave me a comment and contact me via my website at www.josetteleblanc.com or find me on Instagram at josette.thealchemist. Thank you so much for your time and energy and many eclipse blessings to you.